Welcome to Retyped, an Enneagram podcast where we resolve stereotyped and commonly mistyped characters. The first character we'll be typing is Raya from Ryan the Last Dragon. So with Raya and how I came to the conclusion of typing Raya was um, me and my sister have quite a lot of experience with this particular type and she, my sister, recognized it almost immediately. I also recognized it pretty quickly. But Araya, to me, seems very much dominant in type 6. So the Enneagram type 6's core wounds is, um, or I guess they're what some people might refer to as their childhood wound, is that they learned at a very young age that the world isn't safe, and I think that that's a really consistent theme throughout the movie, and that's something that Raya struggles with um, and is coached through by a few of the other characters throughout the movie on how to trust people more, and that even maybe her mistrust of others is what's leading her to her own problems. (laughs) which is a pretty clear Enneagram type 6 trait. So Raya's backstory um, at the very beginning of the movie, and if you haven't seen the movie and if you don't want spoilers, you should probably stop listening now. (laughs) But um, Raya's character at the very beginning of the movie, before any conflict has even occurred, already demonstrates a very high level of mistrust, specifically directed towards the other different, like, nations that exist in the movie. Raya has a choice very early on in the movie to listen to her her ba, her her dad, and to kind of accept and trust all the different parts of Kamandra, all the different nations, and, like, invite them in and encourage them in, or she could, you know, just sit back and wait. And I think something that really highlights her being a potential Enneagram 6 at such an early age is the fact that in this scene, and she's like, she's just a, she's a very young child and she has all these adults in front of her and like, um, you know, like armies from all the different parts and the leaders of all the different parts of Kumandra. And she steps forward very bravely, which I think people often forget is a really key component of the Enneagram Type 6 is bravery and courage. And she steps in front of all of these intimidating authority figures and she invites them all to dinner, even after they have all verbally expressed their mistrust and discomfort with being there. And she walks up to the Princess of Fang and she invites her specifically to dinner. And Namari and her have a very um, queer baby interaction, (laughs) which was fun to watch. And so she's kind of like, you know, put herself out there to make a friend. And very quickly in the movie, all that effort to open herself up and trust is really dramatically stripped away from her when her new friend, who seemed very honestly like a friend, betrayed her and it was just genuinely, <laughs> if it was a real life experience, it was genuinely very traumatic. Her and her father are attacked, the drone are released, and then they start attacking everybody and turning everyone into stone. And then she watches as her father gives up on the bridge <laughs> out of heart, which I think is so symbolic for a type six because... 
I feel like a struggle for sixes is that they have a hard time accessing the heart because it's really vulnerable. And to be vulnerable would require that they need to trust people, which is really hard, I would imagine. So they're on the bridge out of heart and Raya is picked up by her ba and he throws her into the river and she watches as a child. (laughs) Her father turned to stone because of her actions, essentially. She trusted Namari and this is what happened. That was a very formative experience in her childhood because in the scenes after that, she's just very, you know, looking back and forth over her shoulders kind of and She's that meme of the guy with all the, like, red strings attached to the pictures in the background trying to explain everything. Um, Those are the vibes that I get. So, Raya first goes to Tail, and um, she's with Sisu, and Sisu is just kind of traipsing along, not really aware of all the potential dangers that this world she's in now. But Raya is very intimately and... She's very intimately aware and on high alert for all potential danger that could exist in her environment at this point. And so she's able to predict all the different booby traps that exist in Tail as she's trying to retrieve a heart stone fragment. And one of the, I think, key scenes is right before they find the gem, Sisu is already just like happy and ready to just take the gem out of the skeleton's hands. And Raya stops Sisu very, very seriously. It's pretty um, endearing to see. And she just kind of motions up and reveals that she had noticed and been aware of a very complex and intricate trap to keep people inside of this kind of cavern so they couldn't steal this dragon gem. Which is really funny because it's such a subtle trap and it's not even like kind of revealed up until the point in which Raya points it out. And so it's hard for the audience to see that the trap is set. And Sisu is completely oblivious to the potential reality of the trap, but Raya is absolutely on top of it, which I think is a very Enneagram type 6 trait. So we've talked a lot about the beginning, um, but to note throughout the whole movie... Raya's overarching character has a lot of details that are placed on her own fear and mistrust of the world and others, which is just hallmark Enneagram type 6. I saw that somebody, um, there are people who have typed her as a 9 wing 8, which I think is just absolutely ridiculous, and I talked about that (laughs) with my sister. I brought that up with my sister. We both thought that that was ridiculous. We have a lot of experience with people who are dominant in type 9, and there's just no way. Um, I think it's really sweet that people maybe have projected that onto her, but there's just no way that she could be a 9. There's just no way. I don't feel like 9s have enough foresight of things that could go wrong, and I don't think that 9s would naturally throw themselves into the fray on behalf of their friends. They have other winning strengths and qualities, but this is not, this is not that movie for them. Some examples of her mistrusting throughout the movie, uh, she seems to mistrust almost every character that she interacts with initially. She mistrusts Sisu, which is really telling because Sisu is supposed to be this very redeeming character. Sisu's supposed to save the world, and despite this knowledge and the prophecy 
Raya can't even bring herself to automatically trust that. Um, Raya has a hard time, obviously, trusting Namari again. Um, but despite that, with prodding from the other characters, decides to trust her and then just in the end can't. But every character, except for, I think, little Noi, who is the baby, Raya mistrusts from the very beginning and has to really learn that she can and should trust all the characters that end up being in her core group. I think that the baby is ironic because she trusts the baby initially because it's a little baby, but then even then she can't trust a baby because the baby ends up mugging her, <laughs> which she didn't see coming. And when we watched that, <laughs> it was just a funny thing to watch. Her need throughout like as the movie progresses is not only because it opens up with her having a personal desire to keep herself safe and to save the world which then would you know contribute to the safety of the world that's something that she strongly desires but also as she continues to collect friends along her journey it becomes more of a desire to keep her friends safe more than it does her desire to keep herself safe which is very self-sacrificial and that's something that I think a lot of sixes could in a very intimate and maybe not broadcasted way relate to. But yeah, so that I think is definitely seen as a stark contrast from like some more of the beginning when she first meets Sisu and she's just very concerned about like keeping herself and Sisu safe compared to when she's finally in Spine and she's made friends in all the different parts of Kumandra and she is willing to go confront Amari and sacrifice herself just so long as all her friends are kept safe. Like, that's all that matters to her at that point. If I had been a nine from the very beginning, um, I think her childhood development would have looked a whole lot different. Her background story would have been a lot different, and there wouldn't have been so much stress on trusting people because I feel like nines don't really struggle with trusting the integrity and authority of other people as much as an, a person who's dominant in type six does. I feel like Raya, had she been a true nine, would have been capable of going with the flow much easier than being dominant in type six. Because throughout the movie, she pushed against all the steps. But I feel like if she had been an Enneagram type nine, you know, when she found her friend who rode the boat, she would have just trusted that her friend on the boat would have taken her to um, her next place, whereas in the movie, she didn't trust them because she is dominant in type six and she struggles to just go with the flow of life. The climax of the story is when Raya finally decides to trust Sisu, and that's only after Sisu has been killed by Namari because Raya didn't trust Sisu. And Namari actually brings that up to Raya and is just very accusatory and saying that, Raya, this is all your fault, that Sisu's dead because you couldn't trust her and everybody saw that. But anyhow, um, so a thing with sixes, and I think this shows in the very end of the movie when Raya, you know, takes the first step to leave Namari with all the pieces of the heartstone to put it back together and she becomes stone, is sixes at their core want to do their best in the role or the part that they're given. And despite their push against authority. Sixes do want to be a part of something that is larger. They they like to be a, a cog in a wheel as long as that wheel is turning something that they believe in. And so saving the world 
saving Kumandra was a very critical thing for Raya's life and her father's life, and that was something that she believed in her whole it during the whole plot. And so in the end, she finally chose to be true to herself and to her higher role as a character, and she stepped in and decided to trust that everything would work out, which is very, again, brave and courageous. So I think it's important for people to remember that there are two different classes of sixes, and all the Enneagram types can present themselves in in many different ways, depending on, you know, various factors like instincts and everything. But sixes in particular can be kind of broken down into two different categories that are phobic and counterphobic. And those two things really just mean that the six or the person who is dominant in type six is going to approach their fears and anxieties in very, very different ways. And so the counterphobic six is going to look at their fear and they're going to attack it and go after it and kind of try to beat it down until it's no longer anything to worry about. Um, They're going to run towards it. Whereas a phobic six is going to avoid it and they're going to try to just let it lie or skirt around it so that way it's not a problem. And Raya, you know, wings aside, I think that there's, that's a whole, that's a whole, perhaps a whole nother discussion, but wings aside, Raya is a counterphobic six. She runs into the drama and the fear and the anxiety that she has and she eventually, you know, isn't really even afraid of the drone in the way that all the other people of Kumandra are um, because she's prepared to handle them and she knows she is. And she's very prepared and ready to attack any situation that would cause a normal character fear. And I think that that's something that a lot of characters who do end up being um, dominant in type six bring to the table is they are willing to run into the fray. Very similar to an Enneagram type eight, but without the, I guess, uninhibited strength (laughs) that an eight would have because she definitely is very vulnerable and and shows her weaknesses on her sleeve. In the beginning of the movie, she definitely needs a lot of counsel and authority figures and she doesn't trust herself perhaps as much as she does in the end of the movie. And I think that that's a really nice trajectory for people who are dominant in type six is to be able to in the very end, be able to look at themselves and know that they can trust themselves and make their own decisions. And that is what Raya does in the end, is she takes all of her experience and wisdom and information maybe that she's gotten from, you know, all her friends and family throughout her life in this movie, and she's able to make her own decision about how to save the world. And that's something that all sixes can do. Raya's development in childhood definitely suggests her becoming a type six eventually. And then looking at her adult life um, really just demonstrates through and through that she ended up being very dominant as an Enneagram type six. And uh, yeah, that's something that she struggles with for throughout the whole movie. And um, her friend Sisu, I think, is one of the main characters who addresses that very intimately and just really, you know, like, dives in and prods that, you know, those insecurities that any six might have, which makes sense because Sisu, you know, is an Enneagram type four. And so (laughs) it makes sense that she would be able to really like 
poke at that heart center that's been quieted or mistrusted so long for a six. So, but yeah, so we'll get into Sisu more on the next episode being an Enneagram type four. And I would love to hear any comments or discussions that anybody might have on that below. I think that would be really interesting. And you can hear more about Sisu in our next episode. I'm just kidding. Welcome to my queer affirming podcast. <laughs> we should include blue person. <laughs> we should. This could be one of them. And Raya has a choice very early on in the morning. Or in the morning. <laughs> very early on in the movie. It would be best to. Oh, shoot. Mother hell. Well, just talk about your approach. It's inappropriate. Sorry, it's funny.